FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb, and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, First Bank, Fat Willie Sports Bar on River Rock Boulevard in Murfreesboro, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tansel and My Team Insurance, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this Tuesday. We have 13 shopping days to Christmas, or 13 days to Christmas. Dick Palmer, the old pro, is here. The old pro has seen many Christmases, right? <laughs> yes. Did you have to remind me of that? <laughs> well, you still made a face when I said that about 13 days till Christmas Day. It, means, it's really hard to believe. That means I've got 12 days to get ready for that last day, right? <laughs> Well, that'd be the case for sure. Sun's out today, beautiful weather, and frankly, we've had a, a rather mild, I guess it's not winter officially yet, though, is it? You know, I look back last year, the the really bad cold snap we had last year started the day before Christmas Eve. It got down to zero. It was, wind chill. I think, was a minus 13, and then... Christmas Eve, uh, single digits, and Christmas Day was frigid. Didn't get over 25 degrees, I don't think, uh-huh. on Christmas Day. But maybe this year it'll it'll warm up a little for us. Well, it, it's, it's nice, and it appears for the next week or so we're going to have more sunshine, when all that kind of stuff. This is not a weather show, Dick. This is a sports show. Oh, is that what it is? You reckon we ought to talk about sports a little bit? I thought we were talking about weather. <laughs> let's, let's start out, uh, first of all, with uh, – your response, reaction to Derek Mason's, uh, Rick Stockstill's uh, demise and Derek Mason's hire, uh, just that whole process, uh, what's your take on that? Well, I just I was kind of blindsided by that. I think uh, maybe a lot of people were in the same boat. Uh, the guy that I had, you know, I guess everybody that's close closer to the football program maybe has an idea in their mind about uh, who the next coach is going to be, and it's kind of a guessing game. Uh, and but, people don't mind guessing. You know that, don't you? No, that's right. That's, that's you know, that's part <laughs> it's, of the it's fun. It's a wild of, guess. Fun of following sports. But I kind of had uh, Manny Diaz uh, as uh, maybe at the top of my list. So, because he'd been here, he'd had success here, he'd had success at other places, he'd been a head coach at, at Miami and was – uh, had a had a great uh, defense at Penn State, but I didn't know that Duke was after him. Uh, so uh, uh, when 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 that announcement was made, a couple of days after Coach Mason was announced here, uh, I thought, well, uh, somebody thought he was a good coach sure, anyway. Sure. So, but now uh, Coach Mason is. Uh, is very enthusiastic. Haven't had a chance to meet him yet, but I saw him at the basketball game the other night. 
uh, and he talked to the crowd. <clears throat> but he is uh, a defensive coach. Uh, he got his first head coaching job on the basis of being a great defensive coach yes. out on the West Coast and uh, came into Vanderbilt. And he's very familiar with Middle Tennessee because he beat us several times while he was while he was head coach at Vanderbilt. And I think he's going to be a great uh, recruiter. If he can recruit the quality of players that he had at Vanderbilt who were competitive in the in the Southeastern Conference, mm, right. if we can get kids like that in here, uh, then I think he's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a good fit. Well, time will tell. We don't know what Manny right. Diaz or anyone else might have done uh, coming in. And, and one thing that we don't know, and so many people I think don't recognize that they don't know, is what interest did other people have? Did, what, did they reach out to anybody else? Did, was there somebody else on the top of the list that there? Or did they, and my understanding is Derek Mason came into the the, the uh, think tank kind of late, what, late in the process. Yeah. So I don't know what his priorities are. I would say uh, keeping players, sure, the good players that he that he has probably checked on now, uh, getting a staff together, and we've already had a couple of hires. I noticed uh, defensive coordinator. Chip mentioned three yesterday. Secondary coach, yeah, and and then just uh, uh, getting this getting this program off the ground and. You know, it's uh, with the building going on. It's the the facilities are in a little bit of a flux right now, so you've got to you got to account for that. But uh, the uh, the players from last year were were used to that. So, well, time will tell. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, many people, as you said, were blindsided. That 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 may be a negative term, but very surprised when the name came up. That he was going to be the coach. I had not heard that name mentioned at all of the 50 names maybe that he come across. So, all that said, uh, we'll see. We wish Coach Mason the best for sure, and, and hopefully we're going to have him on the radio here fairly soon. Yeah, and something else, uh, you know, he's like I said, he's familiar with this area. Sure. So, obviously, he enjoyed his time in uh, Middle Tennessee or probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have considered coming back. All right, let's take our first break, Dick, and we'll come back and we'll talk some uh, basketball right here on All Sports Talk. Hey guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored, self-inject, at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of $150 a month, cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near a Low T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy, shipping treatments directly to you. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. Tell us what your vision was like before you had the cataract surgery done. My eyes were just really out of whack, and I do a lot of hand embroidery. I got to the point where I couldn't even do my embroidery. Are you now able to doing your embroidery? Oh, yeah. I can go back and do what I was doing 30 years ago. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive behind SunTrust Bank. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. 
Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Okay, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent, and they have a huge selection, as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night, and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk, the Tuesday edition. Monty Hale out, a little ill. And uh, Mr. Palmer, you say you're a little ill as well. It's, it's, it's been one of those things that drag out uh, when, when you grab that uh, respiratory issue. Yes. Uh, in the Bahamas, I don't know if, how many people have been to the Bahamas, but you're supposed to go down there and have fun and sun and all that. <laughs> and we had rain. We did have some fun, but we had we had a lot of rain. I took a bad uh, cold down there and had, just hadn't been able to to uh, to shake it but uh, it's getting better let's let's start with the men Middleton's the Nick McDevitt team I thought started out uh, with a lot of promise and they may, may still turn itself out but the last two two and a half weeks have been uh, I'm sure a little discouraging losing Cam Weston was a concern but Dick injuries happen um, what, what's your take on the men's basketball team right now I've seen them play I uh, haven't seen every game of course but uh, and I probably won't see many more this season because right. they'll be playing on the same night the women play but uh, to me there there's something missing and I don't know it's if it's uh, Weston uh, but he was a good player yeah, I think it's so, all conference and uh, in, in the leadership you selection. don't know for sure but yep. he, 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 so you get the it, sense that he had a fair amount of that on the on the basketball team that you, anytime, that you lose if you're not playing anytime you lose a player like that You've got to have somebody step up, and obviously uh, they're not going to be quite the same caliber player that you that you lose, or they would be there in the first place. Sure. But uh, we just we're just missing something. I don't I don't know exactly what it is. Seems at time we've we've really our offense has struggled. Uh, this has always been a coach McDavid's always had a pretty good defensive team mm-hmm. since since he's been here. So they're going to have to. They're gonna to have to rely on that on that defense until they can figure out a way to to generate more offense. His coaching style is diametrically opposite of what Rick Ensel does. Coach McDevitt's gonna play 10, 11, 12 players, especially in the preseason, and he's gonna have a rotation of eight or nine probably in in the conference season. Uh, Coach Ensel is pretty much wired into those five or six or seven kids that he really trusts, and and they're gonna play a lot of minutes. And I, frankly, I didn't think. I, 
uh, Anastasia Boldreva could play 35, 38 minutes a game, but she's proven that, yeah, she can do that. Yeah, and uh, I, I think the trend is is now is is for the games that I watch, coaches play a lot of players in a game, and particularly in the first half, uh, they'll. Uh, we've played in the women's side. We've played some some teams that have played twelve, thirteen sure, players sure, in the first half sure. of the game, but then when the in the second half, when when the uh, when it gets uh, a little bit tighter. They'll go down to those first uh, five, six, seven players that that they really rely on. So, as you mentioned, uh, Coach Ensel doesn't have a, a strong, doesn't have a. Uh, I won't say it's not a strong bench, but he doesn't have players with a lot of experience that he can right. call on to come in and play. And uh, he has always said since he's been here that that he's not going to play anybody that he can't trust out there on the well you've got to have trust in your players and 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 he says you may you get that trust by what you do in practice sure so uh so he's he has a, a limited uh bench that he can call on now the, his first five players are obviously very solid and uh coming off championship season ncaa tournament Four of the five starters coming back, so that that's not a problem. The problem is if we get a little, get somebody in foul trouble, or get somebody injured, who's going to step in? You know, Dick. Last year there was a, a kind of a similar situation. Uh, Tamia Scott, for example, played very little uh, in 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 tight games, but when we had some injuries and, and she had to play, she stepped in and played. You know, I, I have some confidence that there's kids on that bench that if they have to come in and play or, or the situation calls for that, we'll likely come in and play far better than, than what, we, what we might think because they're sitting on the bench all the time. Yeah, the, the difference between this team and last year's team, obviously uh, he had seven players who, were, who could be considered starters. Uh, he had instant offense coming off the bench in Ksenia Maleshka. Right. He had, uh, he had a great uh, – Quickness and a great uh, defensive player in Courtney Blakely coming off the bench, so he had a he had a nice rotation last year, and he lost his best defensive player in Alexis uh, Whittington, uh, who who has moved on, but she's been replaced by Tamia Scott, and you mentioned she didn't get a whole lot of playing time last year as a uh, as a freshman, but uh, she has shown this year that she is uh, really capable of putting up some numbers offensively. Uh, they, they're still working with her on her defense. But uh, he's, he's just a little limited on uh, who can call on off the bench when somebody gets in foul trouble. One of the players I know he was counting on, even though she would be an incoming freshman, Jada Harrison out of Westview High School in Martin, Tennessee. I've, ne- I've not seen her play, obviously. Uh, injury to the foot. Yeah, this but, summer, and, and the hope was that she could get in here by November. Now she's out for the season, I understand, and which is which is limiting because now most people don't recognize that we're missing one of our good players because they've never seen her. They don't even know who the name is. But you and I both know that she's a kid that could have come in here and, and really added to this uh, this basketball team. Yeah, she was she was expected to be the backup point guard, and uh, that injury uh, she had surgery. 
something didn't work out in that. She had to have another surgery. This was about two weeks ago. And uh, talking to her after uh, uh, the other night at, after practice, uh, she is she maintains a positive attitude, but she just realizes it's going to be a long, hard pull uh, for her to rehab, and, and uh, she's still she's still on crutches right now. But uh, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a missing piece that was really going to be a valuable uh, part of this team, Dick. Coach Ensel has done such a good job here. There are fans that are disappointed at eight and three season that the Middle Tennessee Lady Raiders have right now. Eight and three is pretty daggone good, and they've beaten some pretty good teams. When you beat the University of Tennessee, of course, I think that caught some attention. And and you always want to beat Tennessee Tech, but losses to Princeton, an NCAA team from last year, losses to Michigan, an NCAA team from last year, losses to Belmont, who has had tremendous uh, success over the years. Uh, so what's wrong with the Lady Raiders? Somebody have asked, and I said, you know what? Let's let's keep in mind that this basketball team can can beat anybody on the right night. Shooting is such an important part of the game, and this team, when it shoots well, it's uh, hard to beat. Yes, and uh, they they shot it well against Tennessee. Didn't shoot it that well uh, at at Tech uh, on Sunday, but uh, a little bit better in the second half, and their defense picked up a little better in the second half. Uh, but the uh, yeah, they could they could beat anybody on a given night. Uh, uh, the losses, uh, Princeton, which is a, a quality team. Michigan, you figure a Big Ten team is going to be pretty solid. And then uh, Belmont, a team that uh, achieves or maybe overachieves every year. Uh, and I think maybe uh, they might have been uh, thinking ahead a well, little bit on that <laughs> Belmont game. Not going to say, you know, that that they were overlooked because the coaches put as much energy and time and effort and practice into getting ready for Belmont as they did against Tennessee. But uh, a mindset of of the players sometimes, you know, if, just if looking, we all take take note of of ourselves. Some days you wake up and you feel like you can conquer the world, and some days you wake up and you feel like I just need to go back to bed. And the same happens on a basketball team. You're just not going to be at the apex of your game 35 times a year no doubt there's there's no way and uh you know with an 8-3 record right now I think uh I think a lot of teams would love to have that how good is this team when you say that four of the five starters have been conference USA players of the week and the one that has not is the one that you is Courtney Whitson who is a real glue to this basketball team uh you can't do that she may be the most valuable player on this team and she's not been Conference USA Player of the Week yet. Well, she's the heart and soul of this team. She she's, is. She's like a coach on the floor. She just keeps everything together. Just like at uh, Cookville on Sunday, she only had one basket in that game. But she she was out there uh, almost the full time and and was uh, battling hard and, and keeping her teammates uh, pumped up. You know, so that's uh, – she's she now has more career starts than any – Lady Raider basketball player has ever had. I think Alexis Whittington <laughs> didn't hold that record for very long because Courtney was, of course, coming back for her uh, for her grad grad season, and and she's going to be in the starting lineup every night unless something happens. Young lady from Kingsport, Tennessee, and uh, it'll be interesting. This is, the conference is new for both the men and the women. We really don't know the strength of of either either side of this thing going into it. We know Western Kentucky what they're going to bring, and they're going to bring the, the, the competition to us. But uh, there's teams like uh, Sam Houston State and 
New Mexico State that we haven't played in a good while, and, and Jacksonville State, we, we just don't know. I don't. I'm sure the coaches have studied it, but uh, I don't have a great deal of knowledge of the, those teams at all. Well, I don't either, and uh, I think Liberty is supposed to be a, a solid team. We'll find out. Uh, we play a couple of teams at home, uh, and we are finally back at home. Uh, this coming Sunday, we play Stephen F. Austin. Now, they're not in our conference, but uh, we, we've never played them before. And uh, Northern Kentucky, I doubt if we've played them before. I know the men have, have yeah, played both played of those schools season, before, right. but I don't think we have. All right, Dick, we need to take a break. Chip Walters will come back with the Blue Raider Insider Report. He may have some more news about coaching changes at Middle Tennessee, new hires and whatever. You're listening to All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Time for Brian to come into your homes. <laughs> Run! <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. Try to mop up an accident northbound on 65 right before you get up to Cool Springs Boulevard between Moores Lane and Cool Springs here in Williamson County's at traffic slow on 65 northbound. Rutherford County's out with that accident trying to clean it up. It's got traffic really slow. 24 westbound at Highway 96. Again, that's out in uh, Murfreesboro. Traffic starting to pick up even more with that volume. 65 up through Madison. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. <laughs> Simultaneous Scooby. It's a stereo. Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615 Eight nine zero zero eight five zero, and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Next on WGNS and All Sports Talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, REI Advisors, and My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Caught 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, man, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee wins. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue and the borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Let's talk Middle Tennessee football. Coach Derek Mason 
who has been on the job since last Wednesday. We're starting to get some idea of names of people who might be on his staff, uh, especially the guys who will be coming in from outside of the current staff. Uh, while the university has not released anything as of yet on names, uh, the three individuals I'm going to give you right now have already posted on their own Twitter accounts or X social platform, and uh, one being the defensive coordinator, and uh, it appears that Brian Stewart will be the new defensive coordinator for the Blue Raiders. He began his coaching career in 1993 at Cal Poly, most recently was the defensive coordinator for the Houston Roughnecks in the uh, XFL, but along the way has coached in Power 5 schools as well as the NFL. He has uh, coached with the Houston Texans, San Diego Chargers, Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles. He has been at Syracuse, University of Houston, Northern Arizona. He's been at Missouri twice. He's been at Maryland twice. He's been the defensive coordinator uh, at Rice and was interim head coach there. Uh, as well as Baylor. So he has a lot of experience and uh, fits right into the mold of what uh, you would expect from Derek Mason. Also, uh, Kendall Simmons has put on his own Twitter account that he has uh, been hired as the new offensive line coach at Middle Tennessee. Simmons played at Auburn and played for the Pittsburgh Steelers and is currently on the staff at Auburn or has been on the staff uh, he is now uh, announcing that he will be coming to join Derek Mason's staff. Also, uh, on the defensive side, uh, Bryce Lewis has put it on his Twitter account that he will be coming as the secondary coach. Lewis is a Jackson, Tennessee native, played under Mason at Vanderbilt, followed him to Auburn and Oklahoma State, and uh, still has been at Oklahoma State but appears to be coming to Middle Tennessee. Also, uh, one that we're hearing whispers of is Cornelius Williams, uh, seeing things out there on social media about that. Uh, he appears to be coming from New Mexico to be uh, on the offensive side of the ball. But a lot of them don't know what position that would be. So all of that still uh, has not been made official by the uh, by Blue Raider Athletics, but uh, we have it on... Looks like uh, those names are going to be good. And again, the full staff, that will be coming together as time works along. Congratulations to Jalen Gregory. She was named the uh, one of the Women's National Players of the Week by the Ann Myers-Drysdale National uh, Player of the Week Foundation. She, along with Lauren Betts of UCLA, Paige Beckers of UConn, Quenisha Lockett of Toledo, and Elisa Pilly of the University of Utah. Gregory was named the Conference USA Player of the Week yesterday, averaging 23.5 points over the past week in Blue Raider wins over Tennessee and Tennessee Tech. And also announced yesterday, uh, men's basketball players Elias King, named Conference USA Player of the Week, and Chris Loof, named Freshman of the Week in the conference. Three volleyball players have been tabbed to the College Sports Communicators Academic All-District team. They include Taylor Isert, Laurie Jansen, and K.G. 
Oscarson. And one final announcement out there from women's tennis. Sana Garakani was named Conference USA November Athlete of the Month. All right, that's it. We'll have more for you coming up tomorrow. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You've changed thousands of diapers, cut off hundreds of crusts, played hours of peekaboo and duck duck goose because you do anything for your kids. That's why it's so important to protect them with life insurance from State Farm. Hello, I'm State Farm Agent Deb Insel, and I can help make it easy and affordable to help you protect your family no matter what the future holds. Because for the people you do anything for, life insurance could mean everything. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk as we continue on with the old pro, Dick Palmer, voice of the Lady Raiders, coach of the Middle Tennessee baseball team that, that takes place. Speaking of baseball, $700 million contract. You paid attention to Shohei Atani's signing, and uh, I saw the structure this morning. He's going to get two million dollars a year for the next five or six years, and then it's sixty-eight million dollars a year for the next ten years. Dick, if, if nothing else tells you, there's the money to be doled out in baseball, basketball at the pro level for sure. Uh, that just knocks me down. It's, I think I could live on two million dollars a year. I, well, you know, yeah, it'd be, it'd be tough. Especially you know, if you know you got sixty-eight million <laughs> ten straight years after that. But uh, that young man has uh, solidified his future, and uh, no doubt about that. Good, good for him. I, I'm glad he he got that. He seems like a genuine uh, person, doesn't he? I mean, just in his interviews, he and he just seems and and it and that smile is just. Uh, I guess you. you you would probably smile too if you got a contract like that. But that, uh, even on his even on his worst days, he usually comes off the field with a big smile on his face. People would ask, "Why would you structure a salary that way?" And it's called salary cap. There's so many dollars that teams allowed to spend in Major League Baseball without getting penalized rather heavily for going over that number. College football, basketball, Dick, do not have a salary cap. I mean, it's just a little scary to me to think that. Uh, the University of Oklahoma, with all their multimillionaire oil people, and Texas A&M, who can buy out a $75 million contract, you can go buy as many players as they want. And if you don't think NIL is buying players, you're, I think you lost your mind. Boy, it's all different now, isn't it? That, that the money's not different, but but the way it's uh, the way it's being handled is is different. And 
I think the new president of the NCAA has some innovative ideas, and he's already put a few out. I just noticed last week uh, he's put something out on the on the uh, NIL and and some changes that he'd like to see made. So I, I think he's got a pretty good grip on what's going on, but uh, it's it's just everybody for himself right now. It seems, uh, and the, you know the the rich get richer. It seems unseemly, I guess, that the guard for a basketball for a uh, football team that knocks the holes in the there for the quarterback to make his throws and the tailback to make the runs, that those quarterbacks and tailbacks names that we know we don't know the name of the guard down there that, that's doing a great job. The guys are going to make the money are going to be those those name people, right? Yeah, and the guys true. in the trenches sometimes will get left out, or I, I won't say left out altogether, but. They're going to make considerably less than what that yeah. dark tailback's going to make. That's right. But you don't have them guards and tackles. You're not going to win a whole lot of football games, no matter how many superstars you have. Well, if I understand the proposal, and I think I saw it, I think, I think I'm think i saying this right, that a proposal is on the table. is just pay players across the board. Instead of limit, you can pay $20,000 to every player on your team, and that's what you got to do if they're on your team at, at – Alabama, Tennessee, that's not going to happen in the middle because the middle does not, not have that kind of money. But at least, to me, if you put a number out there and say you can't go that, over that and then you do the same thing at the uh, I, I think that's middle good. Tennessee level that at a different number. The Alabama number is going to be one thing. The middle Tennessee number is going to be something else. Then Now you got something at least to work for. I understand what you're saying. It, uh, it kind of levels out the playing field, and uh, something's going to be – there'll be some changes made, uh, no doubt about that. Well, and, and you talked about Coach Mason coming in. Uh, the portal has been open. He's, uh, last time I looked, there were 19 players from middle Tennessee in the portal. Yeah. Uh, I've not that, ch- doesn't, that doesn't mean that they can't come back to middle, and, and some probably will. Now, that, that said, Western Kentucky, I said this on the air yesterday, Western Kentucky has 15 players in the, in the portal. Yeah, so I, it, it's just what, what happens in every school. Yeah. I don't check those numbers, but I, I, I know they have a certain length of time. To, they do. To they, yeah, they got until January to, to get in the portal, so some right. more will do that. So now I think what Coach Mason does for the players that, that, he, that he wants to come back – He's got to re-recruit them. Of course. And uh, that's going to take time away from recruiting high school players or junior college players or ever how, whatever route he wants to go there. Well, you talked about philosophy that he has or Coach McDevitt or Coach Ensel. None of that matters unless you got players. I mean, let, let's just face it. Uh, the better the players are, the better the coach is going to be. And that's that job one. But part of that puzzle has got to be finding what, that are on campus already finding a coaching staff to help you recruit those kids. No, nobody's going to come to Middle Tennessee uh, as an offensive player until they know who the offensive coordinator is going to be, right? And well, probably kind of so, yeah. Uh, so the sooner you get that in place, the sooner you can catch up. But I think all schools that hire a coach new for next year are all battling uphill. It'll take a second year before he'll likely get things in position the way he might want to. Yeah, so the, the sooner, what you're saying is the sooner the better oh. as, as far as recruiting goes and, and getting that staff together and getting out on the road. That's what it's going to take. 
No sooner the better, but at the same time, we make sure we get it right. Let's go ahead and take that last break, Dick. We've got high school basketball coming up here at uh, 5.50 this afternoon, so we need to get off the air a little early today. We'll come back and finish up on All Sports Talk after this. When news breaks, when traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad. Be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free text alert. Sign up online at WGNSradio.com. Good afternoon. Try to mop up an accident northbound on 65 right before you get up to Cool Springs Boulevard between Moores Lane and Cool Springs here in Williamson County's had traffic slow on 65 northbound. Rutherford County's out with that accident trying to clean it up. It's got traffic really slow. 24 westbound at Highway 96. Again, that's out in uh, Murfreesboro. Traffic starting to pick up even more with that volume. 65 up through Madison. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. When Rutherford Countyans think of insurance professionals, they think Rayburn Insurance Agency at 200 South Lowry in Smyrna, meeting the needs of thousands of customers since 1973. You can trust Rayburn Insurance with all your needs, a place where customer service really matters. It's personal with Rayburn Insurance, as fans of local sports, as friends, and as insurance professionals. Check them out at Rayburn.net or call 615-459-4145. Rayburn Insurance, for business, auto, home, and life insurance. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank. Banks across the state of Tennessee, certainly here in Murfreesboro, their presence is known. Uh, uh, state owned bank, per- professional service, personal smile. Doing a great job at First Bank and encourage you to give them a shot if you're looking for a bank in your neighborhood. Dick, you've got some association, I guess. I'm not mistaken. First Bank Bank was a West Tennessee bank originally. For a long time. They're headquartered down in Lexington where my buddy uh, Dan Hughes, the the former county mayor, resides. You heard Dan Hughes' voice on the – Tennessee basketball, high school basketball network. I assume that's going to take place again this year. Yeah, with Mr. Uh, Palmer at the helm. Actually, Dan did uh, did one game a day down at the uh, in Chattanooga at the football championships. I hope we didn't wear him out uh, with that much work. You know, he's getting up in years, and uh, he can't stand oh, no, too much yeah, of that. No, you can't say that about him. He's not listening <laughs> out there. You, you never know. Hey, we haven't talked about the Titans. Did you watch the Titans game last night? I did not night? watch the Titans game last night. The last the last score I saw was the Titans were up 13-10. to 10, And I fell asleep. I was not watching the game. I had done something else. But the time I woke up out of my chair, you ever do that, Dick? Fall asleep at night in, in your chair? Well, I, you know, I kind of I kind of 
dozed. <laughs> well, bit. that's it. So I woke up and I thought, well, I'll check the score. Yeah. And I expected it to be 13-10 going into the fourth quarter. I thought 17-13, maybe 21-17, to something like that. And I saw the score 28-27. I thought, holy cow, a lot took place. And then I found out this morning that a lot took place in the last five minutes of that, that football game. Yeah, I told my son uh, before the game, I said, it's going to be 45-17 to Miami, and it's not going to be a fun game. Well, you know, that's why they play the games. I think Miami was a two-touchdown favorite. The, the biggest favorite of the of the 16 games played and, this weekend. And for all you people who turned the TV off after the second fumble led to another Miami touchdown to make it 27-13, to 13, shame on you because you missed the, three, the most exciting three minutes of football I've seen in a long time. I'll put you on the spot here a little bit, and, I, and I'll give you some time to think about it when I say this. You've been around MTSU sports a long, long time. So have I. And I, some, for whatever reason this morning, what game or games in the past that I've attended for Middle Tennessee really stick out in my mind the most? And I guess what prompted that was that game Wednesday night with Middle Tennessee beating UT in, in Huntsville, which I thought was a great arena. It's going to be a nice place for the conference USA tournament to be. I'm sure that would be someplace in my top ten. I think back to uh, the first win at Vanderbilt when West Counts Kind of did the yeah the dive around the left side to, to win that game. I think about the Kentucky win, the Florida State win in basketball. You've you've just about hit all of them on my on my list. But the Tennessee the Tennessee win Wednesday night in Huntsville is is definitely in the top ten. It's the freshest uh, of the bunch yeah. for sure. In, in football, the the win at Vanderbilt when we blocked that field goal yes. attempt on the final play of the game, uh, the game in Terre Haute, Indiana. That went triple overtime in the uh, playoffs, yes. uh, sent us into the semifinals uh, as we snuffed out a, a, a trick play on the final play of the game, and uh, then uh, the win over Kentucky in the NCAA tournament in basketball, the win over Florida State. You mentioned that; uh, those are all highlights, and uh, it'd, be, it'd be hard to pick out which is number one. But I really like that game Wednesday night. Wasn't that a nice, like I say, that's a nice arena to play in. I think Huntsville will be a great city. It certainly beats that kind of going all the way to, to, to Texas to play in. And we're playing in a basketball kind of a arena instead yeah. of the, the big broad expanse that was out there. So we've had the experience of playing on that floor before the conference tournament starts, which is going to be there. And we've had the experience of, of surviving in cold weather there in the arena. <laughs> Well, yeah, that, that that game certainly – but there's a few that, that don't stick out in everybody's mind the way – the one that really sticks out that probably is not well-known was when Middle Tennessee beat Western Kentucky 102-95 to in Diddle Arena back in uh, about 75, I guess it was. Yeah. Uh, just a, when you score that many points and the, the arena was full, there was a couple thousand Middle Tennessee fans there along with the Western fans. The place was rocking. It, it was just a fun game to watch, and that's a lot of points. But uh, Middle wins it 102 to 95. That sticks out in my mind as, as one that, that might may not be in everybody else's mind. Yeah, that's probably back uh, before I came back here. So uh, there were a lot. I missed a lot of good basketball. Well, head coach Jimmy Earl, and yeah. I, I've not seen Jimmy in a while. Have you seen Coach Earl lately? I've not seen him lately. Uh, I think he's he's doing okay. Well, I, I hope so. The last time I saw him was at the 50th uh, anniversary of Murphy Center, and uh, you know, going a little slower these days than he was back in 1975. As we all are. As we all are, Dick. We got to get out of here. It's time for 
High School Basketball here on WGNS. Uh, thanks to Dick Palmer, the old pro, for being here. Enjoyed it. Tomorrow, Chris Massaro, and hopefully Coach Derek Mason will be on. I know Coach Massaro will for sure, and, and hopefully they have Coach Mason. But listen in tomorrow afternoon for more All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb, and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna.